Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast Show with Mike and Alex. We thank you for joining us as we have a couple of beers and a cigar and talk about what's going on in our lives. Grab an adult beverage and a smoke and settle in with us. Please like, subscribe, and comment on each show so we can hear whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are and at www.dumbideapodcast.com. So Nicki Minaj, over the past week or two, took a lot of heat for uh, a tweet that she sent about the that she posted about the COVID vaccine. And I don't have it in front of me, but the the general um, gist of the tweet was that her cousin's friend had enlarged testicles, and then his fiance left him over this after he received the COVID vaccination. She then says, don't be bullied, prey on it, and make your decision. Well, of course, she got the, the media talking heads immediately uh, unlashed the attack dogs, and she gets flamed for it. Um, Joy Reid was especially, uh, especially vocal about it. Um, and then they, the rest of them jumped in. I think that her tweet... I tried to find it, actually, today, and I couldn't. So I don't know whether she took it down. Um, the headlines were, were of her spreading false COVID uh, misinformation, or just, well, just regular misinformation. I guess false information would be correct information. But So COVID misinformation, and you know, she has 22 million followers, which you know, is, a, is a big deal. That's a lot of people. She has some influence. But it kind of reminded me of... And th- this book gets tossed a lo- around a lot um, of 1984. And people love to go, it's almost cliche now. This is an Orwellian dystopian future. This is crazy. And, um, but when you think about it, and I, I had recently read the book, and I actually went to the library or to the Libby app and checked it out again so I could get some, uh, just some more detail about this particular thing that it reminded me of, was a a part of the book in the very first chapter called The Two Minutes Hate. And The Two Minutes Hate is when the all the people that live in this, in this socialist uh, society have to go, they stop what they're doing, and they sit and they watch a video of someone whom they hate. Uh, the guy's name is Goldstein. Everyone hates Goldstein. And people just get into this frothy rage over it. And it kind of reminded, like, this is the first, it's not just Nicki Minaj, this is the first time this has happened where it seems to be that this is the first person that, of the of the moment that has the attack dog set on them. And I don't want to get too big into a cancel culture talk. I think that term gets thrown around a lot. Um, not that it's something, you know, that it doesn't happen, but, you know, she's not the first one. She's not going to be the last one. Um, but it really reminded me of that two minutes hate. And if you, if you go into the book, um, and this is a new feature of the dumb idea podcast, actually, this is how much of a nerd I am. I actually, uh, highlighted, uh, a section, which kind of, which kind of reminds me of it. Real research going on. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. You heard it here first. Um, but the, the horrible thing about the two minutes hate was that not one was not that one was obliged to act apart, 
but that it was impossible to avoid joining in. Within 30 seconds, any pretense was always unnecessary. The hideous ecstasy of fear and vindictiveness, a desire to kill, to torture, to smash faces in with a sledgehammer, seemed to flow through the whole group of people like an electric current, turning one even against one's will into a grimacing, screaming lunatic. And yet the rage that one felt was an abstract, undirected emotion which could be switched from one object to another like, a flame, like the flame of a blow lamp. And that last sentence, the rage that one felt was abstract, undirected emotion, really seems to apply in so many of these situations where everyone just is so fired up about whatever the transgression is, and then it's immediately switched off to something else. Nicki Minaj will be forgiven at some point, and they'll just... The, the mob's going to turn its uh, its attention to whoever the next one is that steps out of line. Well, the, so this is an interesting thing because this is this is almost like um, I'd say Nicki Minaj is probably the biggest name to actually put out any kind of inf- not information but kind of um, information negative against the vaccine. You know, this is not a conservative person, right? This was, I mean, Nicki Minaj was the person that did the interview with Joe Biden before the election because yeah. she was the Democrat darling. Mm-hmm. She had 22 million followers, and that was their way to get Joe Biden in front of as many people as possible without him leaving his house. Nicki Minaj got him to 22 million followers, right? But now that she's not marching in lockstep, with this message from the left, they're they're literally going after her. I mean, Joy Reid from MSNBC just railed on her. Now she tried to do it in the nicest way possible. She called her sister, and yeah. and you got to use your platform better. It was almost like it was like a mother, like you need to do better. Like, yeah, whoa, who, it was whoa, it was up. condescending. It was very condescending, and especially when you have. So Nicki Minaj is a rapper. She grew up in Queens. And then you have this um, Joy Reid who went to Harvard. Yep. And is throwing the 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 sister with the AH at her. Mm-hmm. You have to do better and all that. Like, extremely condescending. And um, Nicki Minaj fired back at her. Oh, yeah. You, you, listen... You're not gonna you're not gonna talk down to a, a woman from Queens. Yeah. I don't care what color they are. <laughs> you know, any you know especially in the rap community. Not you know, coming from a forty year old white dude. But I grew up with rap the rap music. And you know, just by listening to lyrics of songs, you kinda learned, you know, how fiercely independent and um uh proud mm-hmm. people were from the bronx brooklyn queens staten island with the wu-tang right i mean mm-hmm. wu Tang clan ain't nothing to, yeah you know, you know what i mean so there's um there's there's definitely a a personality that comes out and nobody from queens is gonna get let harvard becky tell them what's what right no 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 Especially if it's a lived experience that they've lived, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to tell me what, what the truth is? Yeah. What, what the truth and, is? No, 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 Becky. Stay over there in your and, lane. And, and it's, aren't we always telling people to, like, that's your truth? Right. That's your truth. Now, first of all, 
there is not my truth and your truth. There is the truth. Right. There's facts and circumstance. There is the truth. But it's funny how that doesn't apply now all of a sudden. Well, and there definitely seems to be a concerted effort from one side of the political aisle to suppress any kind of bad information about this vaccine. Mm -hmm. And look, this skepticism at this table right here is coming from two people who got the poke. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm still here. And yes, there there are some side effects as far as myocarditis is concerned. If anyone wants to be... In, if anyone wants to hear more about uh, COVID, COVID vaccine from a knowledgeable person that can talk to the everyman, like me and you, there's a guy on YouTube, and I know this is going to sound stupid, but his name is Z-Dog MD. Okay. Now, I like he, him already. He got, his, he got his medical degree from Stanford, though. Right. Like, this is a smart dude. Um, it's not like he went to the... Uh, you know, uh, he Academy of Medicine of the Dominican Republic. Correct. Yes. He, he has a legitimate medical degree, was a practicing doctor, um, hosts a podcast with another practicing doctor. Okay. He's not an idiot. He's, but, and I was talking to my wife and I, I showed my wife a couple of videos with him and she goes, okay, well, this makes sense. I said, yeah, I agree. It makes sense. And she and I are kind of like, we don't see the eye to eye on a lot of things politically. Mm-hmm. But this guy could talk to both of us. And we both said, this is where the, the government kind of really dropped the ball. And it was always with the messaging. Shocker. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> the it, government? It, no. was, it was always with the messaging. It's, and it's like, it, and it's like you know, in 1984, where we are going to suppress anything negative so that the populace thinks everything is great with this. Right. Now... There are side effects with this vaccine. Now, the percentage of people that get these side effects, I mean, outside of the anecdotes from really, really loud people, the amount of people that get these side effects are very few. Yeah. And, yeah. and like my side effects from the vaccine consisted of about 24 hours where I experienced all the symptoms of a flu. Right. And then it was done. I felt fine. And I don't, th- I, mean, I don't really consider those. Like real side effects. No, I mean, I, like for me, the myocarditis—that's a side effect where, where your heart enlarges. Right, that's bad. Right? That's not good. And, right. and that's it's not what, gains when it's your heart. Right. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. It's not. That's not the muscle you want growing. <laughs> and I guess it, it it really is. It's when I say common, I'm not saying it's common as in like 98 percent of the people. If this occurs, the population of people it occurs in is actually young men. Right. Like, so teenage men, men in their 20s, mm-hmm. that they've approved this vaccine for. Now, again, it happens in very few of these people, but there is a risk for it, and they do need to be monitored after they get the vaccine. Right. And, and the, the, but, thing that, the thing that gets me with the, you know, so if that's the side effect, your heart enlarges. Yeah. Well, also, healthy young men, young people, are really at at relatively low risk of dying, of having serious complications of the disease. So right. why are we going to give them a shot where the side effect is worse for them than the disease that it's supposed to present, prevent? Well, and that's, so that's the question, right? So in these, in these people, is the risk of catching COVID and having severe symptoms 
or even death from COVID, is that more probable than having the COVID vaccine and having the myocarditis? Now, myocarditis is treatable, though. Mm -hmm. So even that. So, but my point to this is, it. Someone out there, some machine out there, is trying to suppress that information. Yeah. They don't want anyone to even know about the myocarditis or the en enlarged testicles, yeah. right? If that's a thing. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know either. But the fact that she even said there was some, that there could have been a possible negative side effect with the with the COVID vaccine, like, they came at her with attack dogs. Oh, yeah. And, and I think... I only think that this situation with Nicki Minaj and how hard they went after her, anyone who was, who was skeptical before is going to be more skeptical now because of how hard they went after her. Right. Like, this was one of their own. They're eating their own. Mm -hmm. And she said, and she said pretty, it, it wasn't even like that damning. Yeah. It was like, oh, he, if they hadn't said anything, everyone would have thought it was a joke. Right, no one. I would not know about it. I was like, oh, she's making a joke about had big it, balls. Had it not, <laughs> right? Had it not ended up. The only reason I knew about it is because it, it it came up on my Instagram news feed somehow. My my RSS feed. Yeah, that's how and I found out. Had I had they not said anything about it, I would not know anything about. It. We would we'd be doing a podcast on the the on Fritos versus Cheetos. Um, Ooh. Cheetos win. Ooh. Um, Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Another yeah. podcast. Another podcast. Yeah. yeah. Snack foods. Um, Chili cheese Frito. I, I mean, I'm kind of feeling it, but okay. in any case. This could go off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. No. Um, not. And as far as Nicki Minaj herself, like, I know who she is. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard a couple of her songs. You know, I think Starships was like one of her big ones. Um, I know a little bit, and then I guess Cardi B kind of became the current bad girl, and Megan the Stallion mm -hmm. was the other one that kind of WAP. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and those were those songs kind of came out, and you know they kind of I think there was some feud between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, and it, it's almost like WWE. Yep. But we wouldn't be talking about it now. Two forty-year-old, you know, forty-year-old uh, suburban dads wouldn't be talking about it on a podcast <laughs> had they not said anything about it, right? Um, but well, well, think about this real quick. Think about her 22 million followers. Mm -hmm. They're probably on the same spectrum politically that she is. Yeah. That probably didn't get any of this negativity about the vaccine because that side of the news isn't reporting any of it. Right. Right. But because now Nicki Minaj is in the middle of this, all 22 million of her followers now see this when they weren't seeing it before. Yeah. And even if they're not getting more negative information about the, the vaccine, the sole fact that they're going after her so hard is just going to create doubt in people mm -hmm. that hadn't heard a negative thing about this vaccine to begin with. Yeah. like And that's like going back to that thing with my wife and I listening to Z Dog MD. The messaging is awful with mm -hmm. all of this. No, it's just it, they can't they can't do anything right. And so there's a line, I, I want to say it's Shakespeare, and I don't know what, what play it's in, but uh, one of the characters says, he doth protest too much. Mm -hmm. And that's almost what we're getting at here. Like, you know, if if you're so confident in this, why are you just making so much noise over what a rapper said about the, the vaccine? And, you know, for 
for uh, I'm not soliciting medical advice from Nicki Minaj. No, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to doubt her intelligence at all. Don't, don't you know? Don't think that I'm trying to call her stupid because I don't think she is. I don't know enough about her to make that determination. But right. she's. I'm not soliciting medical advice from her. Um, I don't think any sane person really is. No, but the fact it, it's like when. The old joke is you never go after Beyonce because the beehive will come after you. Yeah. Well, Nicki Minaj doesn't have the beehive. Mm -hmm. doesn't have that big of a following. But 22 million people, still a lot of people. Yeah. And they will defend their champion. Yep. And it's funny now how, like, we live in Bizarro World where Tucker Carlson is coming out and uh, Candace Owens is coming out on the side of Nicki Minaj. Yep. Um. You know, where that after Nicki Minaj did that interview with the with Biden, when she did that the interview that that to expose him to those twenty two million followers, yeah. none of those people were were on her side. No, they were laughing at her. Yep. But then here she is, and they're like, you know, um, now is it opportunistic for them to come out and well, absolutely it is, you know. Um, but, but even so, like think of it politically though, like when you know next year's midterms. And you need people to vote. And let's say Nicki Minaj is, let's say ha half of her followers are over the age of 18 mm -hmm. and can vote. Shoot. Let's say a quarter of them. Yeah. That's still 6 million people. Yeah. or five, I'll even downgrade it. It's 5 million people. Yep. 5 million voters and a, 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 a liberal-leaning party in this country just went after six or five million people's champion. Yeah. How's that going to work in the polls for you? Yeah. Especially, like, down in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. How's that going to work out for you? Yeah. New York City? How's that going to work out for you? It's not going to... Like, you, you're already facing an uphill battle in the midterms just because you're the party that got power during the, the presidential campaign. The party campaign. power always faces a backlash. Always. Always. You, I mean... You don't want to make that worse, right? Now I get it. You got you got majority in House, majority in Senate. You're going to push through your stuff. I think they could have done all of that, but now you're going after pop culture when you had pop culture on your side before mm -hmm. to influence the masses. You yeah. had you had LeBron James with his 40 million followers parroting everything you said. Nicki Minaj did the interview with Joe Biden parroting everything you said. Mm -hmm. You have Hollywood parroting every. You have all of the cultural institutions. Yeah, on your side. And not not only are they parroting it, but they're. And we talked about this on a previous, on a much earlier episode. They're actually putting it into the entertainment. Yeah, it's it, the their messaging is 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 in there. It's and it's not even hidden in there. Like it's pretty blatantly in there. Yeah, I mean they're trying, they're trying to put it in cartoons. Um, Netflix had a couple. I think like the the one with Kevin Smith put out the He Man reboot mm -hmm. and it bombed. Man, there were there. I think there's been a couple more cartoons where they're trying to put it in front of kids. Yeah, and nobody's watching it. Yeah, and to the point where I mean they pulled the He Man one. Right, and, and Kevin Smith went online and he started crying about it. And it's like, look, man, yeah, you you you're backing a horse, and yeah. The poop that comes behind the horse, you're going to get that too. Yeah, that's what so, happens when you hit your wagon to that horse. Yeah, but for those guys though, if if 
their Netflix TV show doesn't get views. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's one thing. Netflix doesn't have to use Nielsen. Yeah. They know exactly how many clicks they're getting through the app. Oh, yeah. If your show or movie doesn't get the clicks, you don't get the next show. Right. Like, why would we give you another show? You got right. three clicks. Yeah, your first show tanked. Yeah. Yeah. And and the social the messaging in He-Man, I mean, He-Man was just invented. The cartoon itself was invented to sell toys. Mm-hmm. And it was, they made it in space just because Star Wars had just come out. Right. And they're like, oh, we need our space toy as well. Because I think um, the actual Star Wars, Wars toys were either Mattel or whoever. And the, this one was Hasbro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They needed it. And then they invented the cartoon to sell the toys. Yeah. But, you know, and I watched as a kid. But like, and Skeletor is now the face of some of the best memes ever that mm-hmm. are coming out. Um, but... Is it really, you're gonna put it in, in the reboot of He Man? I mean, come well, on, dude. The, I mean, and the funny part of all of this is, you know, when you talk about 1984, you know, basically it describes what a cult is. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi was overseas recently, and she basically said all Republicans are in a cult. Yeah. And my thing is, if you're the one trying to convince everyone else they're in a cult. Maybe you're the cult leader. Yeah, it's just like if you're tr- if if you think everyone else is an asshole, chances are you're the asshole. Right, right. Um, and, and and that's yeah. Like I, I wonder. Look, I, I don't I don't proclaim to know all the facts about all the things. Right. For all I know, maybe all these Democrat things are right. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm not going to believe them blindly. Right. Whereas there are some in that camp that will believe them blindly, and, and there was a. There was a poll taken. 23% of Republicans get their news from multiple sources. Mm-hmm. I think 78% of Democrats get their news source from one source. And then it said, how likely are you to believe that source? Again, 23% of Republicans said they're not likely to believe the one source. Yeah. 80% of Democrats said they're likely to believe their source. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no skepticism on that side. Right. And I'm skeptical. Well, I've said before, first of all, I'm a contrarian in general. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just skeptical about anything, you know, and um, I want to be like, like, show me where it is. Yeah. You know, show me how. Show me. Show me where this is like. I need to see evidence. Facts. I, I, not, I live not in, anecdotes. Right. Not anecdotal. Not anecdotal nonsense. Not the one time it happened, but I need to see like, fat and like you know with Nicki Minaj's tweet. I'm not going to run around and say, "Oh, the vaccine causes your testicles to enlarge." I've never seen that anywhere. No. And I had the vaccine, and the boys are still the same size they were. So well, I'm not measuring my boys. Right. I have no idea right. if mine got it's, bigger or it's not. Estimation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I can't. I mean, it's not like I can't sit down today, right? Because they're that much bigger, right? <laughs> they're in a wheelbarrow, right? In front of you, right? <laughs> I mean, it, we're. Not, I mean, if that was the case, I'd say, hey, wow, you know, this happened. This is my yeah. side effect, right? I, no noticeable difference. I don't know. I'm yeah. still sitting. Nothing's hurting. I'm all right. Yeah, everything's normal. Everything's running situation normal. By the way, well, welcome to the podcast. If you haven't, if you're just joining in. <laughs> yeah, if you came in mid, midway, mid, mid testicle um, talk, you're well, welcome to the medical but portion. There, of the show. there were like, and getting back to 1984, um, the 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 way the 
in this dystopian future, the government, the party controls everything. And Big Brother, and they have screens on the wall. They're called telescreens. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. And you can't turn the telescreen off. And the telescreen can watch you whenever it wants. It can listen to you. And every house has to have a telescreen in it. So pretty much no matter where you are in your daily life, you're being watched. Big Brother's always watching. That's one of the, the slogans. Big Brother's always there. So the the character, uh, Winston, buys a book, which in and of itself is a crime. Mm-hmm. But there are no crimes because everyone's perfect. They just execute you for things that they decide on a whim aren't, aren't, uh, you know, aren't kosher. So his particular room had a, um, like an alcove where he was out of view of the telescreen and he was writing in this, writing in the book. Uh, it was just like a, if you think of those marble notebooks that like the kids have, the composition book, that's what he was writing in. Um, so, but the thing is, like, when you look at some of these things, you know, talking about the news, um, they had different ministries. There was the Ministry of Truth. Oh, yeah. Which concerned itself with news, entertainment, education, and the fine arts. The Ministry of Peace, which concerned itself with war. The Ministry of Love, which re- maintained order, uh, law and order. And the Ministry of Plenty, which was responsible for economic affairs. So it's almost like we're looking at a Ministry of Truth thing. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj stepped outside the bounds of the Ministry of Truth. So the Ministry of Truth had to come and and smack her back down into place. But it's almost like they picked the wrong one because she wasn't having it. Right. And some of the tweets that went back and forth and, you know, Nikki was getting, you know, almost kind of hood on on like going direct with Joy Reid. Oh, yeah. And Joy Reid couldn't handle it. Um, Apparently, Joy Reid had said some homophobic something uh, back you know, but of course she was forgiven because she's one of the specials. Sure, um, Nicki Minaj brought that up. <laughs> right. You know, she brought up all of it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you think you're sanctimonious? Yeah. <laughs> well, back in 1985, yeah, you did this. <laughs> she, it's, it's like that dude that was going to host Jeopardy, and they found something like he did a podcast in 1995. Someone, yeah, and said some something about like some boobies or something. Yeah, and they're like, nope, no Jeopardy hosting for you. We yeah. have to, that has to be. And then he apologizes. Right. They apologize. Like, I'm sorry I've brought this shame upon me. It's almost like you have to walk the plank now. Mm-hmm. Um, Publicly confess. Yeah. Confess. Right. What was sins. it uh, in, in Game of Thrones when they, when they, um, uh, who's the queen of, uh, oh, the blonde lady? Uh, uh, Cersei Lannister. Yeah. yeah. And they're marching her through the streets through the, Shame, yeah, yeah. shame. It's it's so crazy how it's like wow now we're now we're doing that. Well, it's funny, and you brought up the whole uh, what was it? The screens, the telescreens, the telescreens. See, it's funny you bring that up. The telescreens, and they're always watching. Mm-hmm. Well, you no know, governments around the world, they got people to do it without force. Yeah, all your phones, the the TVs now listen. Yep. But all your Alexas, your Siri's, your Cortana's, your Rings, your Google Assistants, yep. you're, you're right, your Rings, all you you installed a surveillance system for them, yeah, and you did it willingly, and you pay for right? it, and you you paid them to do it. <laughs> like, oh wait, this Ring doorbell's two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, I'll do it. Right? How much the monthly service fee? Right to the point. I mean, it's and it's to the point where, like, with the Ring, I mean, Ring's been around for what eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
only until either this year or last year, they came out with the feature that other neighbors can now see your feeds through the Ring app. Yep. And it'll, it puts it, but it puts out as a, it's a crime alert. Yeah. You're, they're notifying you of crime, not surveillance. Right. And then there's a backdoor for police to access your ring. Your entire neighborhood's ring. Yep. It doesn't, you don't have to give it authority. Like, because Ring is a company that decided they were going to give access to the police, mm-hmm. they now have access. And you can't opt out. Yeah. Well, there, and there's some other avenues where people have gone. So, um, I took a 23andMe test. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to have that data to show you where your relatives are, you have to get, let them access your DNA. Right. Because that's how they determine who your relatives are. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you have 58 23rd cousins. Well, I'm pretty sure like you and I are like 23rd cousins somehow. Um, I can see the resemblance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exceptionally good looking stuff. Right, you know. But, there's, always, uh, there's always so many of us. Right? <laughs> but like if you wanted to like really, we're probably all related somehow, some way. But um, biblically we are. Yeah. <laughs> According to the Bible, we yeah, are. Yeah. Not so, that, not that I'm, I'm not the Bible person. I'm just saying, <laughs> as the story goes, yeah, as it was told. Yeah. Um, but you know, and once we figure out where the Garden of Eden is, we can all determine like that's our ancestry, right? So, we'll flog Eve for eating that apple. Yeah. How dare but, you? But when you, but when you do that, you actually give them your DNA to that database, which law enforcement can then access. Yep. So, you know, um, if you committed some crime in the past, don't go and think that, oh, I, uh, I'm good. No, you took that DNA test. And you, when you say that you, it's all in the fine print that other entities have access to this database. Mm-hmm. So it's something that, you know, now we're, you're giving up. And I did it because, I mean, I wanted to know if I had any 23rd cousins laying around. And I do. <laughs> all over the place. The funny part is most people... I mean, most people have fingerprints in the system anyway. Yeah. I mean, either through a job or, or, I mean, let's say you you got arrested, your fingerprints are in the system. Yep. Even if you didn't do anything, being, you go down to the station, fingerprint, fingerprint, yep. at least you're on bond or bail or on your own recognizance, yep. whatever. If, if you've had a, in the if system. you've had a background for, I think for a clearance, yep. that your fingerprints are in, yep. um, you know, certain other jobs, if you've done a, a public safety background your your fingerprints are in um that's why if you're going to commit crimes do it as a child yeah go on yeah. go on teenagers yeah. you're not in the system yet because <laughs> you haven't been fingerprinted yeah um but yeah although, there's although now who knows yeah maybe because covid swabs up the nose who knows if they took a little what, they do, yeah, what are they doing with that what they, ha- said they send it off to a lab who knows if they're keeping any kind of other information on you. i want the swab back no, can they're, you say? they're trying to they're trying to figure out what sort of five G chip to put in you. We we, well, burned, we, be we burned that swab, sir. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, the five G was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> but well, like I, like I told you, if they're going to put a chip in me. Better not be old tech. Better not be four G. Yeah, give me the five G chip. Let's go. Right. Yeah. You know, give this, me give me connectivity. This, this is worth five G. <laughs> right. Like, if I see, you know, like, imagine you see 3G on your phone. You're like, what am I, a pioneer? Don't put that Sprint 
chip in me, right? <laughs> give me that. Give me that new T-Mobile Verizon. Chip. Right. There was, there's a Nextel. Yeah. Well, don't give me that next. The Nextel chip. Get out of here. That was like five minutes of fame for them. <laughs> don't give me that old tech. Yeah, but it, it you know with with all of this, um, you know, with the 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 book. I mean, for anyone who hasn't read 1984, first of all, it's a classic. Um, so you should definitely uh, get on it. Um, Might want to read it before they burn it. Yeah, before it gets banned. <laughs> um, whoever's read, uh, read Animal Farm. Uh, that's a good one, too. It's short. I read it in a couple hours. Um, I read it when I was a kid. I think we all read it in high school. Um, you want to know the one thing that worries me about some of this stuff? Uh, just when you think it can't get more authoritarian. It gets more authoritarian. It gets more authoritarian. Yeah. It's like... Even and again, going back to the messaging, when when President Biden was on the was on TV, he says, "You know, our patience is gone." Yeah, our, pa- our patience is wearing thin. Like, dude, that's what my mom would say to me. Right. But you really think you you think that line convinced someone to go get poked? Yeah. And if you do, if he really thinks that, or his people think that, they, please get someone with a psychology or sociology degree up in there. Get us. Get someone who's sold a used car to someone yeah, before. Right. Right. Like, get, get somebody who can speak to these yeah, people. Yeah. Th- like this is you. The 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 worst thing any parent can do is to forbid or say my patience is wearing thin. Oh yeah, I said it tonight when I was putting the kids to bed. Right. It was the like. Do you think it made them do what I wanted? To? No. But as a parent, though, you can kind of force some things, right? Yeah. As a president of other adult human beings, I mean, unless you plan on going whole hog yeah, and, and pulling people out of homes and stuff, you, you can't force them really to do much of anything. Right. The country's too big. The enforcement's not enough. Like, you don't have enough people to go no. enforcing this. No. Your, your, uh, your best avenue... Is catch uh, you know catch flies with honey. Mm-hmm. Now, I, according to them, they already tried the honey, yeah, and that didn't work. Right. Yeah. Now, now we have to yell. And then his speech is like the whispering at the end. You get this barely sentient man, old man. You know, yeah. get get vaccinated. Who? What are you? Creepy, dude. Well, and as much as everyone loves Tony Fauci, mm-hmm. unfortunately, with his emails that have come out uh, about the whole. Uh, gain of function research where he said they never did it. Yeah. The emails show that they did. Yeah. Or him going back and forth on the masks. And then, well, I only said don't wear masks because we didn't want there to be a run on masks. Yeah. And, but it's just like this guy is no longer an effective mouthpiece for right. this. No one, I, and I don't even think people on the left really are buying into everything he's saying, hook, line, and sinker. Well, I, but there's a certain segment that's like, sainted this guy right like he's like the the anointed prophet of all things covid well it was like andrew cuomo right and Mm -hmm. the cuomo sexuals oh they got the fauci sexuals yeah you know guy can't do any wrong i mean the the weird like he would go in and testify in front of the senate and he was arguing with Rand paul yeah over natural immunity Mm mm-hmm and this is probably about four, four to six months ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, MSNBC ran it as Tony Fauci's the king. 
Fox News ran ran it as Rand Paul's a hero for standing up. Oh yeah, it was guy. Fauci owns Paul. Paul owns Fauci. Depending right. on what uh, what preceded the dot com and the feed you were looking at. Correct. Meanwhile, a double blind study has come out of Israel mm-hmm. saying that people that have had COVID before and are past it are 13 times more protected against COVID than someone that's gotten the vaccine. Yeah. Now, someone that's gotten the vaccine, I think is 26 times more protected than someone who hasn't had anything. Right. No, no COVID, no vaccine or no, no COVID, no vaccine, no nothing. Yeah. So I think the problem is that they think that if that gets out, people who had COVID won't go get the poke. Mm-hmm. Well, according to science, which you know, believe the science, yeah, they're less needy of it than people who haven't had one dose. Yeah. Now, there was a study that came out and said that someone who's had COVID and gets one dose mm-hmm. is then, I, I think they said like 96% more protected than they were even just by having it. Yeah. So my thing is this, why not put that message out there? That's real science. Yeah. Like that's something like, okay, if I had COVID and I had, I showed that I had the antibodies for it. Great. I don't need to go get this poke, but if I do go get one dose, I'll end up more protected mm-hmm. or with the whole COVID uh, mandate or the vaccination mandate, I think if there was, it within the mandate, there was also a provision for, well, if you've had COVID and have the antibodies, which can be done with a, with a finger prick, yep. then you're considered inoculated, or you're considered protected. You're, mm-hmm. you're in this protected class now. Yeah. I think they would find that we're probably well past herd immunity now. Yeah. Between, the- between vaccinations and people who've had COVID... And I think you could probably convince those people who had COVID to get the one shot mm-hmm. if they were just honest. Yeah. And, and, and put out these facts. Yeah. And the thing is, if I had had COVID, again, I didn't have any problem going and getting the, the shot anyway. Right. And and the second one. And I think they're talking about a booster. And I'll look at that one, too. I, I'm not afraid of the, of the vaccine. Yep. I'm afraid of being forced to do it. Correct. I'm afraid of... We spoke about this on a on another on a previous episode. I'm afraid of people being denied access to society because they haven't like oh you're not allowed to you're not allowed to enjoy society anymore because you haven't you're a second class citizen because you didn't have the shot. Um, you're a pro, as they'd say in 1984. Mm-hmm. Gotta get back to my book, but uh, <laughs> you know one of the the proletariat the proles, but the uneducated masses. Um, but I think if they were just upfront and honest about things and let people make, you know, a, a, uh, evaluate their risk and then go out and make the decision for themselves, I think you'd have a lot more people that are going to be doing it rather than everything shrouded in secrecy. Yeah. Because I, if you think someone's lying to you, if you suspect it, yeah, they are. Well, we talked about this on a prior podcast too. There are certain situations that politics should never be part of i would say 9-11 was one of them mm-hmm. which of course they did anyway yeah and a pandemic mm-hmm. like i think it, everything they could have done wrong they did wrong and they keep doubling down on it right and it's all in the messaging yeah 
I think if Fauci would have said, look, masks would help, but we need to have our mask supplies for our first responders. In that instance, if everyone can, you know, kind of uh, distance for 30 days until we can get a supply of masks out to the public and let the current supply go to our first responders. Yeah. You would have had 100% buy-in. Mm-hmm. It's a unity buy-in. It's not, you have to do this. Right. You, we're going to force you it's, to do this. It's, it's like the, uh, now granted during World War II there were rations, but there were little kids running around picking up scrap metal yeah. and old tires and all this stuff. And really like a couple, you know, by like 43 the industrial might of the United States had really gotten turned on and there was no need to do any of the the rationing and the and the collecting the tin cans and all the stuff that they were doing but people still did it because they felt like they were doing something to help right so had you said hey we need to save these masks for our first responders for healthcare workers um that's why you know they can help but then it comes out oh you don't need them and then all of a sudden now it's it turns into but you do need them now you need three of them Right. You should triple mask. You should double mask. You should wear a, an outfit of masks. And by the way, the 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 mask that you bought from from uh, yeah, Ada down the road, who started that mask business out of her out of her house, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> Even though it doesn't do jack. Right, the one that you bought from 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 Sheets, yeah, um, that's a great mask. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's stopping all of the droplets. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a big old wall in front of my nose. Yeah. But you know, there was a great meme where it had a. There was a dude. He was putting up a uh, a chain link fence. He said, like, "I'm going to keep mosquitoes out of my yard." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, kind of the kind of similar. But the thing is, and when you dissent from it, you would immediately get you get shut down mm-hmm. or flamed. Um, and it gets gets you into a bigger discussion of censorship as a whole. Yeah, um, but- which I find scary. And people say, "Oh, well, these are." You know, if Twitter kicks you off, it's a it's a public it's a it's a private company. They can monitor their site as they want to. Um, but I think it's more than just Twitter. When you have you're just getting you know flamed and railroaded by everyone. But I, I think the people who are okay with it now, the, the problem with censorship is that it's great when it's your side that's doing it. Sure. But your side's not going to be in charge forever, right? And then it becomes a problem when the other side does it. So let's just have no one do it. Um, but they're yeah. they really seem to be enjoying it with this one. Yeah, and the counter argument with the vaccine mandates and everything. People say, "Well, they mandated the polio vaccine, they mandated the smallpox vaccine, and those weren't tested." Yeah, but children were dying from these things. Yeah, and, and very fast rates. Yeah. Um. So people kind of were willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, are people dying from COVID? Yes, they are. Yeah. But it, are they the mass rates? It's. I think right now we're at like a 99.98% that's survival, survival rate. That's survival rate if you get it. Yeah. So it's not like... It's not like 99% of the population has gotten this thing. Right. It's just 99% of people that got it. And notice how they never tell you how like the... The total number, they just tell you positive tests, but they don't tell you all the positive tests because how many people haven't gone to get tested even though they had it? Right. Or how many people had it and were, were asymptomatic, so you don't know how many of those people. Mm-hmm. So nobody knows the full amount of people who have had this yeah. and have been fine from it and have survived. Now, look, you get all the, you get the anecdotes. Someone's, per, someone's father died. 
someone's husband was in the hospital. Yeah. And look, those are very Some, sad stories. And someone always has, I think it's something like 200 children have died from yes. COVID nationwide. And whenever you bring it up, whoever I talk, always ha- knows the person whose two-year-old died from COVID. Right, they all know him. And I'm like, there's 600 people in the United States. There's 600, 300 million people in the United States. 330 million. And of that, 200 children died from, and you know them, and oh wait, you know that person too, and you know, and it's all a different person. Right. So they're just going off, oh, that could happen. Like, it's, it's if you want to be afraid of it, be afraid of it. Yeah. And I get it, but you don't have to go and make up the fact that one of your, because I'm always, I'm a, I'm superstitious. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to say, oh, you know, someone, my, my buddy's two-year-old died, then I'm going to worry about like one of my buddy's actual two-year-olds. Like, oh, did I jinx this kid? So, um, but, and back then though, with those, with those vaccines though, if you didn't get, if you didn't try the vaccine mm-hmm. or whatever, chances are you got it and you were going to die. Yeah. That's not the, the, with this, you can get it and be perfectly fine. Yeah. In fact, you're right. 99% of people are fine. Yeah. Or survive. Yep. Now, some of course have longer lasting effects. They call it, there's a thing that, uh, Rogan was talking about long COVID. Yeah. And how but, the, uh. The vac- I think Jimmy Dore had long COVID, and that the vaccine is actually helpful with with long. And they're actually talking about using the, how the vaccine is maybe not um, a uh, inoculation, but almost like a therapy, like a pro- yeah. like a like a um, prophylactic. Yep. How it kind of gets you. So if, when you do get it, it's going to be a lot less. The symptoms will be a lot less than they were than had you not had the vaccine at all. Right. And, you know, but the thing is, like, if you see someone with smallpox, like, they die a miserable death. Yes. And it's like 100% you're done. Right. Um, polio, like, it was really bad. And you see this stuff. But when you talk about something where, like, everyone I know who's had it is fine. Like, I don't know who that died from it. Well, I know a couple of people that died from it. But, you know, they all had the other um, the comorbidities. The comorbidities. And, and, and again, we're not downplaying COVID. Yeah, not but at my all. point, my point, the whole point of this is that nobody's been honest about this from the from Jump Street. Yeah, which makes people skeptical. And then they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't be skeptical. We're the government. We're here to help." Right? <laughs> yeah, like, you're here to help. You like your messaging has been awful. Your rollout has been awful. Yep. And by the way, the, I mean the rollout was between two different administrations. Yeah, the rollout sucked between both of them. Yeah. I mean, even even in this state where 75% of eligible people are vaccinated, the rollout here in the beginning was awful. Yeah. I, think, I just think you had a willing population that was out there see, like, overly eager to seek out the shot. Yeah. And they were driving an hour, two hours away to go get it. Oh, yeah. But, again, the messaging sucked. The rollout sucked. Mm-hmm. Your information about the vaccine sucked. Yeah. The and then the the pushing down of negative information or not even negative information, just all of the information that people were looking for. For yep. example, you know the the impact on women's cycles. Yeah. Like that was there's an actual impact there for some women. To the point where postmenopausal women were were had a cycle, mm-hmm. like 
that shouldn't happen. Right. Now, they, didn't, they might not have had more than one, but something happened there. Yeah. Let's study that. Like, I think everyone's worried. It, like, this came out really quick. Now, mRNA uh, 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 technology had been in the pipeline for a while. Mm-hmm. This might have just been the thing that came along to give it a test case. Yeah. But how many people out there are saying, oh, I want to be the first to try this? Yeah. <laughs> this brand new thing? Sure. Let me give yeah. it a whirl. Yeah. But, but What could go wrong? Right. But the problem is when they, they were rolling this out, they're saying, what do you mean? It's a vaccine. Vaccines are great. Vaccines are safe. Yeah. The, if you give me a flu vaccine or if you give me uh, the Tdap or, mm-hmm. or whatever whatever old vaccine there is, great. Put it. it I'm sure it works fine. Yeah. Not something that was rushed and put together in what seemed like nine months. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to be hesitant. Yeah. And you can't blame them for that. I mean, especially like, you know, what is it? 12 and up can get it now? I think so, yeah. Or is it 16? I don't know. I think it's 12 and up, right? Yeah. I, I, so, I th- want to say it's 12 and up. Because someone was talking about middle school kids and how, oh, they can yeah. get it. Well, I think if they... and. Pfizer is now saying that their vaccine can be used in younger children. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see people a lot more hesitant to go down that pipeline. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, it, and just from what doing a weighing the risks of both of it. So, but but then you hear these these you know people. Oh well, the Delta variant's more deadly for kids. No, it's not. Right. Show, show me the numbers. They can't. And they won't because they don't exist. Um, but, like, I'm going to be hesitant when it comes to uh, vaccinating the kids. My kids are all under 10. Yeah. And I'd have to go and say, well, is this something that's going that, you know, now if the fatality rate was like 75% and this knocked, absolutely. But it's just the, the numbers aren't there. Well, and if, for example, like the, the effect on women's cycles. Mm-hmm. The first thought is, well, there's n- there's no peer-reviewed science behind it. Yeah, because they're n- they weren't allowing it. Yeah. The only way it got found out was because two doctors from that were on Instagram, mm-hmm. of all things, they were getting messages from other women about this happening. And they said it was in the hundreds of thousands of women that said this was happening to them. Only until their story came to light back in, I believe it was July, did anyone even start to think about doing studies on this. And now Oxford University is doing a study on it, on how it affects women's cycles. For me, with two daughters, you think I want to give this to my kids and you don't know how this affects women's cycles? My kids aren't of age to have cycles yet. Yeah. But before I put this in my two girls, mm-hmm. I want to know if this is going to affect them. Yeah. Will, will it start cycles earlier than normal? Yeah. Or will it delay cycles? Or does it have a different type of effect on cycles? But I want to know mm-hmm. before I put it in my kid. Yeah. You know, it, and I don't think that's an unreasonable question to ask. It certainly isn't. But the mere fact that you question it makes you like a heretic i'd be i I would be probably be considered anti-vax by some people because of this oh this entire this this entire conversation is anti-vax even though again for the 19th time you and i both had the vaccine and our and our spouses have gotten the vaccine. and i'm getting ready because i had it so early um to go for my i just went to the doctor the other day 
And she told me, she goes, oh, you're up for your booster. I said, booster for what? She goes, uh, uh, Moderna. I said, oh, cool. Well, you heard that the FDA didn't approve it. Oh, they didn't? No. <laughs> so now they only recommended boosters for 65 and older mm -hmm. and people at risk. Okay. Well, Now, see, you and I might be considered at risk. Yeah, probably. Because we're on the heavier side. Yeah. But, I mean... The Even though I'm invincible. Right. <laughs> but, it, I mean, according to last week... Yeah, and, and for me, the FDA to not go along with Pfizer's recommendation mm -hmm. when Big Pharma's been pushing all of this they stuff. They probably just didn't put enough zeros after the probably <laughs> on the check. But my thing is, look, if the FDA, even with the power of the pharma lobby behind it, didn't approve this thing yeah. for everybody, mm -hmm. yeah. again, I would get one, but... For them not to approve it makes me seem like it's less less likely to be needed. Not that there's anything harmful with getting a third poke, but maybe the data's not there saying that it's needed. Yeah. Or at least the data that Pfizer presented to the FDA, who was probably more inclined to approve it, even they didn't approve it. Right. Maybe it's just really not needed. Now, annually, maybe. Who knows? I, I don't know. But... At least that gave me some confidence in the FDA a little bit to say, okay, maybe now maybe now they're getting in the game. Yeah. And they're going to start telling us some truth about it. Well, what will happen is, like, hey, hey, guys, this this check you wrote, yeah. where that, that that decimal point, yeah. is that supposed to be a comma? Like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be a comma with another zero. Right. <laughs> give, us, <laughs> give us a minute. My bad. <laughs> we'll fire that guy who wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, so, I'm, look. I'm not, when it comes to my kids, I'm going to be more cautious what goes in them than what goes in me. Yeah. Especially something that hasn't been studied. Now, look, at some point, are there going to have to be studies on children? Sure. And I think there already have been. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm glad that somebody was willing to put their children up. Yeah. I'm not that person. Mm-mm. I'm just not. Yeah. I don't want to be the beta, I don't want my kids to be the beta testers of this thing. Correct. Um... You know, now change that decimal point to a comma and add some more zeros. No, just kidding. Well, you know what's going to um, happen, though, right? Like you're not like if you if your kids don't get the poke, they can't go to school, right? And that's going to force everyone to do it because if your kids right. doesn't go to school, you can't go to work. But and the other weird thing that kind of got me was, and this was in our county, the only people that have to get it are the teachers. Mm -hmm. And student athletes. But the lunch ladies don't? Well, no. They're staff. Okay. Lunch ladies are staff. Teachers are staff. Principals are all staff. Mm -hmm. Right? And student athletes. The regular student the regular student body, not required. Wow. Student athletes, required. And what's the logic behind that? I think because they said that they come in closer contact with other students and they come in close contact with students from other schools and could bring it in. I wish we had cameras school. right now to yeah. copy the right. expression <laughs> right. on said, my face. I see your face, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, I mean, like, okay, so Susie in the band or Susie in Key Club or Glee Club or whatever right. club she's in or, yeah, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't go to gymnastics class. Outside or, of school, or the kid that and plays see other, other kids from other or schools, the kid that plays ice hockey in the club, or the club, right? club yeah. teams. 
Well, yeah. and the funny, so one lady, and me, of course, on the Facebook again, this one lady makes a great point. Okay, my kid's not going to play high school sports. Mm-hmm. He's going to go play for his club team. Yeah. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Club team's not requiring it. And a lot of times the club teams are better anyway, especially right. in like soccer, hockey, stuff like that. So. so, I mean, but is it inconvenient for that parent? Maybe. Yeah. But there will there will be some organization that's willing to take that lady's money and run that club team in the fall when it normally wouldn't run. Oh, yeah. And they'll run it. And they'll take that $2,000 that she's willing to pay just so he doesn't have to get that poke because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Or not that she doesn't know what it is, but she doesn't trust it yet because I've been tested on her on, on kids her age mm-hmm. or that age. And I don't blame her. I right? don't. Yeah. When it comes, like again, I'm more willing to take risks with my body than I am with my kids. Right. Because, yeah, you know, let's face facts. I got maybe 30 years left on this planet. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I'm riding this thing kind of hard. Yeah, I'm right. I mean, I mean let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> Me making it to my 90s or 80s. My money's not on that one. No, of course not. <laughs> but I won't be here either. So <laughs> you know. But it, like my kids, though, <laughs> that are you know under the age of ten. Yeah, they got a long way to go, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be the one that screws it up for them. And also, they'll they, screw up themselves plenty. Y- yeah, you know. And, and here's the other thing: you and I can make that choice. Right. They can't. We make that choice for them. Yeah. Um, now, am I saying that we should let the kids choose what medicines they should have? No. But I think there's a something to be said for, for something that goes, you know, imagine if it did have some long-term ramification that hasn't come up yet. You know, say it, say with little kids, it affects their, um, their sexual de- the development. Sure. Okay. Their physical development. And, and like I said, we already know. This affects women's cycles, right. which is part of their reproductive right. system. Yeah. So who's to say it isn't going to happen with little boys and little girls? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But nobody, they don't know for sure. But nobody knows. Right. And that's so my problem. Let's find it out and let's talk about it because by not talk, nothing's going to get rectified by not talking about it. And you're not going to assuade anyone's fear by saying, shut up and do it. Right. So if, if we're standing on top of a, you know, in an airplane, like, yeah, jump out. And you don't want to go. I'm like, shut up and do it. Right. No, I don't want to. Shut up and do it. You're, you're going to fight back. But then if I told you, hey, dude, airplane's on fire. Yeah. We got to get out. Then you're just going to. I'm not going to have to tell you. Well, so you have to communicate what's going on. But they're just it's such an unwillingness. And then it just raises skepticism. So if you're a contrarian and a skeptic to begin with. Even if you just question things. Yeah. Not con- you don't have to be a contrarian or skeptic. Yeah. You could just have a little bit of common sense and say, hey, wait a minute. Not everything yeah. is adding up here. Right. You know, and it, it's also, again, I got, I've already lived half my life. Mm-hmm. My kid hasn't. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, especially the thing with the women's cycles, this is, what, Technically, it's anecdotal. I get it. But that's a lot of anecdotal evidence. Yeah. At some and, point, you have to look at the anecdotal evidence seriously. Yeah. Um, but the, the retort to that isn't to say, nothing to see here. Yeah. The retort to that would be to say, okay, we're going to do a study, and we're going to prove this is a, f- a fallacy. Yeah. That, to me, is the correct response. Because this the data didn't just come out didn't just get gathered in July. It's been 
they've had it for a while, but nobody mm-hmm. would listen to them. Yeah. And, you know, it, and I'm not, and I'm also not saying that someone who created these, the people that created these mRNA vaccines, I'm also not saying that they're purposefully trying to sterilize the country. I don't no, think that's, that's it either. That's wacky conspiracy yeah, that, stuff. That's nuts. I'm not saying yeah. All I'm saying is there might be a side effect that they didn't intend to happen. Right. And I'm not even saying it's sterilization. Yeah. I'm just saying, hey, I don't want my kid. My Look, my little girls are girls until they kind of get to that puberty level, mm-hmm. which is going to suck for them. Yeah. So if 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 this thing is going to bring it on early, you know, I would rather them get it when they're supposed to get it. Yeah. So they can be kids. Right. For a, another two years or three years or how whatever year it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I I'm an adult. I I was a teenager. It ain't all bubblegum and rainbows. Right. When you're that age, when you're ten, mm-hmm. or when you're you know six, seven, eight, nine. It is all bubblegum and rainbows, yeah. except for the couple times you piss your parents off and they yell at you. Right. The rest of the time, it, it literally, my my littlest one literally thinks unicorns exist, <laughs> and she has she has a stuffed unicorn bigger than her, mm-hmm. and she thinks it poops rainbows. Right. Right. And at night it gallops around pooping rainbows and, and just shooting rainbows out of its horn. Right. <laughs> to her, that's real. Yeah. And I want her. To, I want that to be her reality. Mm-hmm. For as long as possible. As long as possible. Yeah. Because I know once she gets to be a teenager, mm-hmm. that's going to be a rough time. Yeah. You know, it, so if this thing is going to bring it on a little sooner, I'm going to be more hesitant. Yeah. But the other, like, but like I said, though, if this is something that is causing concern in you know, adult women, rather than saying nothing to see here, say, thank you for bringing this to our attention. This didn't come up in the original studies. But we'll start a double blind trial yeah. now. Yep. And and the to, thing is, to me, to, to me, that gives me confidence that these people aren't being nefarious or something isn't happening here. Right. And the thing is, they can't get sued because part of the legislative the the emergency operation authorization. can't get sued. Yeah. But do the studies. Yeah. And ease my mind. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's not like I'm saying three people got large balls. Right. And I want you to just I want you to do study on balls. Double size. blind. <laughs> Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend right. here now yeah. to see what happened with this. Yeah, I want rulers on balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it be ruler? Are you doing circumference or Listen, I, weight? If you want, if you want to go ruler, you want to go with the with the uh, the Taylor tape measure. Yeah, you know, you know the one that's really bendable when they measure your chest and right. everything for clothes and stuff. I don't care what you use. Yeah, you, use something. Use it the next time when you measure it when the balls are bigger or smaller. Mm-hmm. That's all I care. Yeah. Let me know. I'm full of crap. Right. At least you, you've done a hundred thousand people in a study, double blind. Fifty percent of people <laughs> got the vaccine. Fifty percent of people didn't. Of the people that got the vaccine, two percent got bigger balls. You know what? Acceptable risk. Thank you yeah. very much. Thanks for doing the research. Yeah. Within the margin of error, good to go. We're good. Yeah, yeah. No, this is shut up. There's nothing to see here. Yep. Shut up and do it. And if you t- if you ever t- if you tell anyone, we're gonna off you. Yep. Two minutes hate coming yep. your way. <laughs> And again, this is one of their own. Yeah. This was, again, she did a sit down with the head man in charge. Yeah. With uh, with, with Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. Gave yep. him gummy bears and Werther's Originals. Yeah. And 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 now, persona non grata in less than eight months. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Boom. Yeah. Stepped out of line. And the, she didn't even say anything too crazy. Like, yeah. hey, my cousin got big balls. Mm-hmm. 
You got the vaccine, got some big balls. Yeah. Didn't, Minute- didn't say they hurt. Didn't they didn't that's all she said big balls. Yeah. Like, you know what? Some guys are like, you know what? Let me get that poke. Let me get them big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get on that big ball train. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, the, the ACDC song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the closing for the podcast, except we'd have to pay him a royalty. So <laughs> right. we should just end with go get them big balls, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, hopefully this was entertaining. Uh, have a little fun with it. Again, do not get your medical advice from either one of us. Right. We are not doctors or smart enough to even be anything in a I can't be a janitor in a hospital don't take your advice from me uh, we appreciate you listening and hopefully we will see you next time please like subscribe share comment rate us on the podcast platforms and we will see you next time